Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary Podcast. Thank you for joining me. The first word is belfry, B-E-L-F-R-Y. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, a bell tower, especially one surmounting or attached to another structure. Number two, a room or framework for enclosing a bell. Why didn't they spell it B-E-L-L-F-R-Y? It's, there's only one L. And number three, we have the 2A definition for the word head, H-E-A-D, as in batty in the belfry. I, I think I should start calling my head the belfry. It's where it holds my brain. My brain is the bat. What am I saying? This is from Middle English belfry, uh, which means bell tower or a siege tower from Anglo-French belfry uh, or of Germanic origin akin to the Middle High German bevrit, which is siege tower, akin to the Old High German bergan, which means to shelter and to to shelter and to, that's that's what that means. Um, from Old English frith, which means peace or refuge, and there's more at the word bury, B-U-R-Y. There is a picture of a belfry. It's just a building with like a tower with a bell in it. Next we have Belge, capital B-E-L-G. It is an abbreviation for Belgian and Belgium, both countries. Next we have Belgi could also be Belgi, G or G, capital B-E-L-G-A-E. It is a noun from 1627. A people occupying parts of northern Gaul and Britain in Caesar's time. Belgic is an adjective. Next we have Belgian, and I will be saying that word a lot in this episode. Capital B-E-L-G-I-A-N. I had to be careful not to say J-I-A-N. This is a noun from circa 1623. One, a native or inhabitant of Belgium. Number two, any of a breed of heavy, muscular, usually roan or chestnut draft horses developed in Belgium. And Belgian, I always, sometimes it's an M and sometimes it's an N. Belgian is also an adjective. Next, we have Belgian, I think it's endive. It could be endive. It's two separate words, E-N-D-I-V-E, and then Belgian is the other word. Noun from 1931, the developing crown of chicory when blanched for use as a vegetable or in salads by growing in darkness or semi-darkness, called also endive or witloof, W-I-T-L-O-O-F. I wonder if it's pronounced Witloof. Could seems like it's uh, the languages in that area sometimes use V's instead of W's. All right, next we have Belgian hare. It's it's a bunny noun from 1885. Any of a breed of slender chestnut-colored domestic rabbits. Next is Belgian Malinois, capital M. A-L-I-N-O-I-S. It is a noun from 1968. Any of a breed of working dogs closely related to the Belgian sheepdog and having relatively short straight fawn or reddish-brown hair with black tips and a dense undercoat, called also Malinois. I'll have to post a picture of uh, these various animals, which 
There's another one. It's Belgian Sheepdog, noun from 1929. Any of a breed of hardy dogs developed in Belgium, especially for herding sheep and having abundant, long, straight black hair with a dense undercoat. Now we have, I hope I say it right, Belgian Tervuren. Tervuren. That's how it's pronounced. Capital T-E-R-V-U-R-E-N. Tervuren. It is a noun from 1964. Any of a breed of working dogs closely related to the Belgian sheepdog. Uh, They probably spawned off from the sheepdog. Uh, And having abundant long straight fawn or reddish brown hair with black tips and a dense undercoat. That's the thing I, I think... That's the thing that I think is super interesting about dogs is that literally every single breed of dog came from wolves. And over the centuries or even millennia, uh, humans literally bred dogs to be different breeds. And uh, so it looks like the Tervuren and the Malinois both came from the sheepdog in Belgium, Belgium, the Belgian versions of them. Uh, let's see, Tervuren is a commune in Brabant, Belgium. That's where the name comes from. Next, we have a good one. It is Belgian waffle, noun from 1969. A waffle having large depressions that is usually topped with fruit and whipped cream. So is the topping of the fruit and the whipped cream the thing that makes it Belgian? Or is the large depressions the thing that makes it Belgian? What's the difference between a Belgian waffle and a regular waffle? Please tell me. Next, we have Belial or Belial, capital B-E-L-I-A-L. It is a noun from the 13th century. One, a biblical name of the devil or one of the fiends. I was going to say friends, but it's fiends. Number two, one of the fallen angels angels in Milton's Paradise Lost. Belial, and recently we had Beelzebub. Uh, This is Greek from the Hebrew Belial, I hope that's close, which means worthlessness, if you were curious about that. Next, we have belie, or belie, B-E-L-I-E. It is a verb, looks like it's just transitive, from before the 12th century. 1A, to give a false impression of. 1B, to present an appearance not in agreement with. 2A, to show something, to be false or wrong. So the actual definition just says to show, to be false or wrong. To be, to run counter to, synonym is contradict. Uh, Number three, we have the number three definition for the word disguise, and belier is a noun, and I think I'm actually going to make belie the last word of this episode because the next one, half of it's on this page and half of it's on the next page, so I think I'm going to move it to the next episode. I am going to have to pick a belfry as the word of the episode because I feel often batty in the belfry, especially right now during quarantine time. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you very much for listening, for tuning in. Let your people know about this podcast and uh, go rate and review on all the various platforms and things. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Thank you and goodbye.